Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, real quick, I wanted to go ahead and uh, talk to y'all real quick, just get something off my chest. Uh, I don't got no sponsor or nothing for this episode, uh, but I do want to shout out Midwest Hub for fucking with me last episode. That shit was nice. Anybody else want to get at me? You know what I mean? I'm always here, baby. Don't worry. I'm a little, it's a little podcast now, but it's gonna get big. Trust you know I me. Mean? Uh, I, it's kind of funny because it feels like, like doing this shit feels like. When I started rapping, you know, it's like one step at a time. We starting over from the beginning, and, and I'm learning things like step by step. And everything's kind of interesting. I don't know. It just it gives me the feeling like when I first started dropping music. So I appreciate this whole experience. I'm not gonna lie. Um, we starting from the beginning. I do want to give a, a big shout out to one of the homies on Instagram that hit me up. He showed some love and he sent me a nice donation. His name is uh, his Instagram name is a high teddy bear. At a high teddy bear I fuck with you bro uh, You really made my day So that shit was awesome And I also want to give a shout out to the other two people That uh, have sent me some donations And one of them told me that I need to make a Patreon So uh, I guess I'll get that situated I'll figure out what I need to do You know what I mean I'll get like some, some pins and some uh, t-shirts And stickers and shit like that and, and maybe set it up if that's something that y'all would fuck with I don't know I'm not really one to like ask for no money So I fuck with that if that's what y'all want me to do You know what I mean Regardless, it'll help me with my vision because I, I feel like I really uh, I, I have a bigger idea with this. You know, with my music, it was easy for me to uh, just be content with the equipment that I have at the crib. You know what I mean? And not really think about uh, trying to get a studio and all this other shit. But right now with this, I, I really want to kind of get a lot more official. And I want to get my own studio or my own little space that I can uh, record my stuff at. Have my own equipment. And I do want to get videos recorded of these interviews and start putting them on YouTube. If that would be something that y'all be into, cause that's some shit that I'm into. I watch a lot of you. Uh, I watch a lot of podcasts on YouTube. I just I fuck with it. You know what I mean? But you know, needs I get that bread together. And I, I'm down to do whatever I got to. You know what I mean? So shout out to anybody who fucking with me. Shout out to everybody that's been uh, listening to the podcast and getting inspired and uh, uh, giving me feedback, rating my shit, uh, adding comments and shit like that. Like that really means a lot, bro. Everybody seen me in public that's been mentioning it. Like, come on, man. Y'all understand this shit warms my heart. This is the type of shit that I wish I had when I was coming up. So uh, I, I really fuck with y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I hope y'all appreciate this John Stance interview. One of the nicest people I know. You know what I mean? So I hope y'all can learn something or hear something nice. Uh, and, you know, as usual, let me know who y'all want me to talk to next. Yeah. yeah. Let's start this motherfucking show. Uh. What's he say? Training all Joe Rogan podcast all day. Training all night. Hey, what's up, you freaks? Oh wait, all right, all right, all right. You ready? Yeah, all right. we're recording. Cool. Yeah. Nah. What's up, man? Uh, uh, Draco, uh, bleeding out in this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say shout out to y'all niggas for uh, tuning in today. I got my boy Oreo on the motherfucking. Uh, Engineer tip right now. He lighting one up. Yeah, yeah. He over there sparking up big, big backwoods. <laughs> yeah, I got my boy uh, John Stamps in the building today. You know what I mean? I, smoking tulips. Smoking, yeah, smoking uh, beyond joints, impossible joints. Smoking today. legal. <laughs> What's cracking, fool? How how the hell you doing? Not not a lot, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, nah, for sure. Uh, damn, this is awkward because we always talk 
Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, I always really just be chilling. This would be this better thing. if Sean just snuck in with a mic and just kind of threw it in the room when we weren't paying attention. It'd be better if he just started singing right now. We'll work it out. Yeah, fuck yeah. Nah, all right. So, look, basically, I don't know if you know. I'm going to keep explaining it just in case motherfuckers, like, are just now listening or tuning in or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But uh, Bleeding Out Podcast, uh, the goal is to kind of spread the word about people in that people that I fuck with, people that inspire me, been doing their thing for a minute, and uh, are, are uh, just have a story to tell, a piece of the history around here that they've been a part of. and I don't know, just spread the word. Anybody who is curious or needs some inspiration or, or, you know what I mean, just to document this shit the right way, at least from somebody else that's an artist, you feel me? Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know that many podcasters from here. I know there's a bunch that I've listened to. But I'm going to give a nice perspective because yeah. y'all my niggas. Yeah. You feel me? But yeah, so, all right. And also, I didn't want to start this shit off with, like, always doing, like, questions with everybody. Mm-mm. But, like, I'm thinking at some point I want to make it so that I can, like, uh, just get on this motherfucker and really just be talking about, yeah. like, current events and shit like that. But, like, while people are still, like, kind of discovering my shit, I want them to, like, not hear about an event that happened, like, a month or three months ago. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. When so they're listening, the when they're listening back, yeah, I'm gonna get them to fucking. Yeah. So first, Takashi six nine. Let's talk about it. No, I'm just nah, fine. but look, <laughs> nah, but for real, hey yo, that's fucked up. That's wild, man. Hey niggas out here getting snitched on like a motherfucker. Yeah, man. It could be you. It could, it could be me. A good video though, <laughs> you know. Nah, all right. So look, basically, uh, let's tell the people who you are. What's what's your name? My name is John Stamps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I uh. Live in beautiful Gar- Garfield Park, just down the street from 99.1 FM WQRT, where we're recording this bad boy. Shout out Oreo Jones again. Plug. <clears throat> yeah, I've been a um, singer, songwriter, hip-hop, pop, whatever the fuck you need me to do. Uh, I've been doing it for like 10 years, nah, seriously. Nah, nah, nah. Hold on, hold okay, on, okay, hold on. Okay, okay, okay. Wait a goddamn minute. See I mean? Where are you from? You from here? Yeah, man, yeah. Like, you was born, like, like On the where? east side of Indianapolis. Yeah? I, well, I don't know if I was born there. I think I might have been born at... Where the fuck is, like, St. Francis at? Where's that one at? Uh, I, I might have been born at Community East. I'm going to say... I'm going to go with Community East. Y'all can... Yeah, we can look y'all up can your birth fact, Yeah, y'all can fucking can fact check me the in the, files in the post. Shit. Good yeah, luck, too. Cares. HIPAA violations, no <laughs> joke. Nah, uh, let's see. All right. Like, what school did you go to? Uh, I went to I went to Catholic school for my whole life, like K through twelve. So, uh-huh. yeah, like the the khaki pants and the is shit tight. Is that shit weird? Yeah, it's weird. I didn't fucking have any diversity in my fucking life until I graduated from high school. But that shit would piss me off. Uh yeah, man. It was like uh, it was like a whole new world, you know. Uh, yeah. In a very good way. I'm glad I was able to uh, break the. I don't know. I don't Catholic know if there's school. a cycle to don't private know. Catholic school, but uh seems like most of my homies that went there only associate with people that uh, kind of went that same route. Yeah. 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 That's weird. That's like, um, I don't know. I don't know nothing about that shit. You feel me? I'm not like religious and nothing like that. Do yeah. you consider yourself a religious person? I can, yeah. I mean, not like that. Not like Catholic. Like, I don't go to church on Sundays and stuff, but yeah. I... Uh, no man. I don't no, know, cause like I know a bunch of people. <laughs> I know a bunch of people that could like come from some shit like that, and yeah. then like really just be like anti. Oh, like, I mean, I, I I got like the 
like the typical story. Like our my like the childhood priest at our school we just found out was like a child molester a year ago. Like Sheesh. the whole the whole t- stereotypical story. I mean, aside nothing happened to me, thank God. But fucking a, yeah, no, nah. I mean, hey, but that I, shit's I happening in Indy. Yeah. Shout out the uh, archdiocese of Indy, Ooh. you pieces of shit. Fuck. All right. God damn it. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Nah. Okay. So cool. Let's see. Did you go to college? Uh, yeah, I went to Ball State. Somehow I got in with like a two point fucking, I know, like a two point seven eight. I don't know. Shit. My extracurriculars were off the rocker though. I was like fucking tech theater, did plays, played sports, was in the Latin dance team, baby. Yada yada. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, fucking salsa. Um, I knew. I knew, well, I thought I wanted to go to college at, when I was in high school, So, and I knew my grades weren't that good, so I took advantage of, like, all the extracurricular shit, yeah. and then that, and going to the school that my parents paid too much fucking money for me probably helped that two-point-something get in, yeah. but I went to Ball State my first semester, fucking Muncie, Indiana. Uh, I, just, I asked those questions, because, like, uh, I... I kind of think it's more interesting than like like I know I hear a lot of people get interviewed and like sometimes people want to know like where your family's from and like how you grew up and shit like that. But like really honestly, like me, I normally just want to know like uh, like if somebody graduated and like if they went to college, just because like people kind of assume that like rappers are dumb. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that shit kind of like just makes me feel weird. So I like to throw that shit out there for yeah. the kids that act like schools is way more difficult than it really got to right, be. Right. Absolutely. You well, I, I I hate to to drop the ball but i didn't end up graduating nah i mean <laughs> fuck it <laughs> who well, gives a fuck <laughs> it just, well it just you know what i mean it, but well, you can try college like that's yeah, just whatever yeah i got i got in i went there that's when i started like doing house shows and no fa- no found, no wait no no wait, i'm just wait, saying wait, i'm trying wait. to in- integrate the it is that that's like it helped spark my passion so it wasn't for nothing and then i came back did some did the ivy tech thing for a little bit I see tech. I shout out, shout out to Icy Tech. Shout out Ivy Tech, baby. Yeah. Shout out that open note fucking final. <laughs> Come on. Open note finals. Yeah, hell yeah, y'all can get a goddamn degree. I fuck with them boys. I'm about to go back on me. Man, Shit. I watched Rudy the other day. I literally was about to hop on the Greyhound to South Bend oh, and enroll at uh, St. Joseph's. And you acting different right now. <laughs> anything could happen. Have you seen Rudy? Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like... This this like South Bend. Well, I don't know if he's no, he's not from South Bend. It's like about an Indiana kid who sucks and isn't a good athlete and is stupid, but he believes in his dream so much of being a Notre Dame football player that he uh, ends up walking on his junior year and playing his senior year. And he doesn't even start or have this monumental game, but it's just the story. It's, it's, it's captivating. Ve- very unique to this state, Rudy. Yeah. That should make you cry. Bruh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Look, every right. time I got a question for you. You feel me? Because you consider yourself a rapper. Like, if you were to say, like, if someone would be like, "Yo, like, what are you?" Yeah, you, you say I'm a rapper. Sometimes, like, say that. Like, like, would you say that shit? Like, with confidence? Oh, a hundred percent. Exactly. But, but so, my my thing is with talking to people. You say you're a rapper, and they'll try to box you into this. Well, I try not to tell nobody I'm anything. I'm right. Like, I'm Draco. Right. Leave me alone. Yes. But, all right. So, like, when did you leave me alone? Because, like, coming from where you coming from, and like being in a Catholic 
community around white motherfuckers forever. But like, 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 how did you first discover like hip hop? Like, what was your first like when you were like, okay, this is it? Like, I'm assuming your parents didn't listen to it. No, my cousin, who's actually been like very influential in my career now, he's like an entrepreneur type who has like got me on some. Oh, yeah, I met your cousin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's got me some meetings here, out there. He's just like very still to this day. Yeah. Involved in my. Yeah, I Interested cousin. in me, but he f- fucking given me. I just I remember like listening to Forgot About Dre like in I don't know I don't know I'm fucking I'm not that young anymore I feel young I was like second or third grade though when yeah. I heard that shit and I remember like I feel like it was just all my older cousins listening to like like Three Six Mafia sipping on some Scissor like that era of hip hop was when I was like really like introduced to that and no my parents weren't buying it for me but yeah i think that was right around the time we started being able to like burn our own fucking cds and oh stuff, yeah so. nah for sure like um make sure the first song on the cd is clean <laughs> and and i and me and my brothers would have like a signal like we'd always put the same first song if it was a clean cd and if it wasn't a clean cd we wouldn't put that song first yeah. so if you'd like throw a cd on in the car with mom or dad if you heard that first song you either knew it was good or you can only listen to that song and then pull it out. I never like listened to clean music before, like when I was younger, but my mama didn't like me hearing cuss words. Oh yeah. So she'll always like clean CDs. She'll just like days. plug my ears and no. she'll be like or like when I'm trying to rap shit, I just automatically just don't say the shit, you feel me? Cause whatever that shit was tight though. Imagine like, like the Eminem show edited. I mean I never listened to the Eminem show. You could I I'm not I mad really at you. don't like Eminem's music, which is weird. What about? I tried listening to that nigga. Not, not to be the first white rapper on your podcast to be sticking <laughs> Talk about Eminem. Have you listened to like. I fuck with 50 Cent, and since 50 fuck with Eminem okay. is why I tried to What fuck about with like, and I'm not talking about anything after like Marshall Mathers LP, Slim Shady LP, but like, have you listened to those? I've listened. You know what I like about Eminem? I like his like. His like afflictions in his voice and shit, mm-hmm. and like how he like just seems like he got like different like personalities and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then I like uh like the way he can make skits and shit. Like mm-hmm. I always appreciated shit like that. But really, the only reason why I ever fucked with him is because Fifty fucked Fifty with cosine. Him. And then like one of my like least favorite Fifty Cent songs ever has Eminem on it, and it sounds like it was like one of that nigga's songs that 50 just hopped on and put on his own album. I like how I said 50 cosine. Like, wasn't it Eminem that literally put 50 on? Yeah, but like, <laughs> that's when I was like, all right, so he, he gotta be valid, you feel yeah. me? But like, also, nigga, I listen to that shit. Yeah. <laughs> he no, put that shit on. 100%, bro. That shit bugged me out, but like, also... Pills like, fucked that man's career up. The way people, the way, the way Eminem, like, got everybody, like, influenced to do shit, is tight to me. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't really understand it, but it looks cool from like just the influential, you know, standpoint to see what happened and all these people's lives be changed over the shit. It's kind of cool, but like, uh, like, would you consider that the first person that made you want to start rapping or like, no. who, who, who made you comfortable to put bars down? You feel me? Because I don't know. Everybody got them now. Like anybody's fucking rapping. Everybody got somebody to represent them and make them feel comfortable. You feel me? But like, what was that for you? I, that's what you said. Fifty. I remember getting in like a like one of like the first raps I ever wrote down. I was like, my uh, rap name is gonna be uh uh fucking uh 
Skipper because of that uh, 50, 50 cent line when he's like, uh, I'm the boss on this boat. You should call me Skipper. The way I hand the money over, you should call me Flipper. Relax. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. No, that was like get rich or die trying. It's funny as fuck. I just, I think, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I, realistically, it was like cool and my parents didn't want to listen me listening to it type of shit was my like original interest in it but you know i got like a similar story to serious black like i always liked poetry and you know that i mean fucking rap is you know poetry with music type of shit yeah and that it just always made sense to me and that was just always my favorite shit to listen to I, it wasn't ever really uh there was never like a specific person that came along and like put me on but like i said like the influence of like your like cool fucking cousin who's like smoking cigarettes in his pickup truck when he's like 16 17 yeah. and like throws in like like literally i'm thinking my cousin jimmy like sipping on some scissor and he's like don't fucking tell your mom i played you this and i'm like <laughs> not like 10 whatever however old just like oh my god <laughs> this shit's crazy all right so i feel like a lot of motherfuckers started off with like some poetry you know what I mean? a little soft a little soft shit you feel me and then they get up and they start like like Writing bars, kind of like mimicking somebody at some point. You feel me? Yeah. Kind of start finding their own. But like, uh, who's the first person that got you to record your voice? Kanax. Yeah. 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 Kanax, your producer slash best friend for how yeah. long? Ten plus years we've been riding together. Yeah. So he and y'all y'all get tight or whatever, and then he's just like, yo, like what what the fuck happened? So what were y'all recording on? This how me and Kanax started. I had a crew. And he had a crew. Oh, shit. And they put out a diss track about me and my boy. And we were soft, but they were way fucking softer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we... <laughs> I love my boy Kyle. And he, if he was sitting here, he would agree. You know what I'm saying? We joke about it all the time. But like, uh, So like, he wrote out a diss track, and then we wrote one back that we played for somebody. And they were like, you guys are going to get like in legal trouble if you release this track you shouldn't do this <laughs> and so we're like all right you know and again we you know we weren't really that tough but we were tougher than them i'll say that with some fucking confidence and bravado fucking weenies but uh so anyway our and it's funny our, our homie that works at william morris just got signed as an agent shout out alex yeah he worked on music he was all he was always like in bands and shit like that. Like with my boy Oliver Hopkins, Duncan Kissinger. Ooh. Shout out my man Duncan Kissinger. He got a show here on WQRT as well. Yeah. I believe that's on Thursdays. Plug. Uh but we would all do music together. And uh Colian was like, yo, this was like a year after they'd made this diss track. And I was kinda still doing music, but my shit, we were doing like parodies at first. Like, I had a Fireman remix that was, like, Garbage Man. Like, I'm the Garbage Man. Like, oh, some weird owl shit, bro. I hate to break your heart, Draco, but Jesus. that's where your boy was coming from. <laughs> uh, Live your life, baby. Live your truth. But, uh, so, Colian hits me up, and he's like, you remember dude that fucking wrote the diss track about you, right? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. Every day, I, I hope to run into that fucking <laughs> runt. K-Nags. I just want to let you know, I'm imagining all this, like that cartoon, like Recess. I have khaki pants on in this scenario Fuck. and like a white polo on. Fuck. Probably got the undershirt 
backwards because it's so worn out. You know, when your undershirt would get so worn out, you just start wearing it backwards so the neckline would hit a little bit better. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, our homie Koyan is like, yo. <laughs> Wait, so what happened? You beat this nigga ass? No. So my homie Koyan is like, you remember K-Nags to do the diss you? He's been working on music. His beats are actually getting like real good. Because his beats on the diss track were like fucking ping pong on GarageBand. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll go check it out. So I ride over to his house with Koyan, and he like plays plays a bunch of beats. What the fuck? This nigga Oreo's dying right now. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> So I uh, I put the beef aside, you know. I put the put the beef in the fridge, you know. Little Italian dressing. We're gonna let it marinate, see what happens. And I go over to his house, and he's got like a bunch of beats, and he was cool. He had a cool setup. His mom kept a bunch of Jones soda in the fucking fridge, like the good soda, bro. Probably like three hundred dollars worth of soda in the garage fridge. The you you ever seen that? You know, like oh, and. uh that's how we met. Yeah, we had beef, and then it ended up just being like, "Hey, you, Alex, our mutual friend was like, this is the best quote unquote rapper, and you're the best quote unquote producer. You guys should uh, work together." And what was the setup like? Uh, like, like what was y'all niggas recording on? MacBook, GarageBand, uh, fucking HDMI mic, shit, same shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, y'all started off right. See, this is what I like to hear. You feel me? All right. There's a lot of people, like a lot of kids right now, that's like probably going through this exact same type of shit. You feel me? Yeah, they're really? DMing me. How do I? Yeah. How do I become a? I love those fucking fucks. You yeah, know what I mean? I'll send them your way. Some motherfucker, he'll like, cause like motherfuckers be cool. They really be cool. You feel me? But they yeah. just come up like different from how I came up. You feel me? Yeah. And like they got an interest in this shit, and then they like got all this bread, all this like, cool-ass equipment and shit, and they, like, trying to cop a feature, and, like, I used to be, like, I ain't finna you know, feature with this little, like, mm-hmm. that shit used to bug me out, but, like, then I was like, bro, I'm gonna give any, anybody who got some bread, I got a feature for you, because, just because, like, like, that's tight that you care about hip-hop that much, you mm-hmm. feel me, like, investing in yourself and shit like that, you yeah. feel me, uh, and I know, like, when y'all been going hard, y'all been going really hard, like, what made you decide to really just be like, this is what we do now? Um, I think every artist gets to a point where they've been doing it and you get to a point where you're like, is this what I'm going to do? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you got, you clearing your throat over there <laughs> yeah, where you're like, is this what Say what's up Sean, to the say people. what's up to the people, yeah. bro. Come on, man. He said, he well, what's said, up to the people? This nigga said, mm-hmm, and then cut it on. <laughs> nah, Bert. Oh, but yeah, you, so you just get, you just get to a point where it's like. I mean, especially for me, especially the line of work I'm in, especially like, a, you know, the place that I came from, there's a lot of factors. But for me, it's just like I had to decide one day, like, if I'm going to keep doing this, I'm going to take it seriously. Otherwise, people aren't going to take me seriously. And there's still not people that take me fucking seriously, but they can suck my fucking dick. You well, know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of things that like people go through, especially like in high school, if you are if you're not already cool, it can be like... Uh What's the word? I don't want to say like embarrassing, mm-hmm. but it's damn near like a leap to take when you like start rapping you feel me and people don't fucking rap most people i know so many people that don't even listen to like music like keep up with shit you feel me like everybody that loves rap and is passionate about it probably makes it at this point yeah but like your average human being like is like oh you're a fucking rapper you know what i mean and like yeah. i feel like back in the day that was like the weirdest shit for me to start admitting 
Oh, I, I didn't give a fuck because I was never really in school, but I was on, I was in, I was cool in high school, so I don't I don't. <laughs> he said, he said, man, I had no problem with that, cause I was talking about man. Hey, no, the the for real, the the new wave is you can't be popping if you are cool in high school. So I've been super nervous about being cool in high school. Yeah. Well, like, I know like you... my man Sean. You know what I'm saying? He's the coolest motherfucker I know, and he wasn't very cool in high school. So I'm just nervous that I just got. That you're just too cool. Or I'm just a. I'm just the lame, and y'all are just being nice to me. <laughs> well, all right. So y'all started making a bunch of music together. How many tapes you got? Like officially, right now, how many projects have you made? Oh, I don't know. Probably five to ten. Un unofficially, some some of them came out, some of them didn't. Yeah. Um. Well, were you always dropping shit on like before SoundCloud. Before SoundCloud. Well, you ever drop your shit on SoundCloud? I don't anymore. Um, I should. Everybody I meet with tells me I should, but boy, they're not paying me. You can make money off SoundCloud. How? Hey, shout out to anybody listening to this right now. If you make a SoundCloud, if you want to make bread off your SoundCloud, go to this thing called Repost Network. You can monetize all your songs. Monetize it as soon as you drop your shit so all your views count because I think if you already got views on it and then you start trying to monetize it, you don't get no you views. You don't get them. You don't get old money. See, but I, look, bro. I you need You upload this. your shit and you, you just put it up, bro. You don't need to fucking fill out no weird shit, nothing like that. It's just like signing up for a fucking... Uh, I don't know Pornhub subscription Or some shit You feel me Like yeah. get your shit together You get all that money Put your money everywhere I was a band camp baby first I, I'm big on band camp And I and I think it. I, I'm not on it anymore I think it's just my preference Because it doesn't have the uh, uh, The SoundCloud uh, Rapper stigma Maybe well, that's why that I'm scared just, of SoundCloud bro, That shit's bro. lame bro I don't think Cause like, like when People kinda, like, are you kinda on get SoundCloud? over that shit bro Somebody's like Are you on SoundCloud I'm like Yeah but I'm on everything SoundCloud is free and it's user friendly. Bandcamp is not user friendly. Not at all. Like you can't fucking save nothing. Like I don't know, maybe you can. And then like you can purchase people's albums, but you got to be on a fucking computer for it to matter. And then like you can stream shit, but like their app is trash. Mm -hmm. Like you feel me? Like SoundCloud is like the future. Actually, I put. Well, all they were about to go away for a minute too. Last time I was about to drop a project, they were like about to like. Go under. You remember all that shit when yeah. it was like getting moved around or sold, shit. or they thought it was gonna go bankrupt. That was weird, wasn't it? It was, but that's good to know. I'm glad you told me that, man. I'm, bro, le I'm learning something get your new. Cheese, yeah. Anybody out there, get your fucking bread. Put your shit on. Get a distro kit. Put your shit on all streaming platforms. Go to Repost Network. Upload you it yourself. You can monetize yourself. all your shit. You feel me? Yeah, Upload don't, that shit yourself. Don't nobody helping you. Don't really. let somebody take 50% of your shit. Upload right. your shit yourself. So when did you start doing shows? Uh, I know y'all was doing shit in high school, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, and 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 that was one of those things where uh, that made like uh, after high school really difficult. Cause like I said, I was a fucking popular kid in high school. So yeah, people, now told me y'all was yeah, shit yeah people people would show up. We sell sell out like a fucking. What was that doing? House shows. House shows. There was a spot called the ES Jungle. That's uh, the same people that run the Hoosier Dome now. Paradicals, same company that used to run. It was in a church basement in Broad Ripple. We would get that thing so fucking jumping with underage drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd just be like 200 plus kids just like showing their asses and at like a pretty pretty straight edge organization kind of from the vibe that I get, at least with it being in a church and underage drinking. It was a madhouse. But How did y'all get so many people to pay attention to y'all? Besides the fact that people knew you already. 
I mean, honestly, man, at first, I think a lot of it had to do with us just being fucking popular. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And just being, just people wanting to... What is popular? Like, does that just mean, like, you knew everybody, or were you in a sport, or, like, the motherfuckers just, like, I was, you got family? I was friends with everybody. That was, like, like, I never sat down and ate lunch. I would literally walk table to fucking table, just, like, working. That's tight. Mainly because I was, like, trying to get, like, a couple bucks to... My mom would never... I, like I said, I went to fucking nice school. My mom would never make me lunch, and I didn't want to wake up early enough to get lunch, and she refused to give me lunch money. Yeah. So I just kind of, like, walk around and, like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> and, you know, who's got... People there getting, like, fucking $40, like, 220s for lunch and shit like that. Like, yeah. come on, dog, let me... <laughs> say, uh, give me that. Let me... So I just kind of... I just would work it that way, and I did a lot of stuff, like I said. Like, I played a lot of sports. I was in a lot of clubs. Yeah. So I had... What's your favorite sport, like, to play? Right now? Golf. You like soccer, don't you? I love soccer, but golf and golf and soccer to play right now. Back in the day, rugby is what I was really good at. Yeah. And then when I was a little kid, I used to, like, play baseball and wrestle and football and all the... That's fine. Everything but basketball, bro. Don't play me in basketball. I'm trash. I'll play, but... I'm actually... I'm shitty at basketball, too. Wrong. I ain't never been no Hoover. But I can't even shoot the three. I'm hanging out behind at the oh, top of the key, and they pass it to me, and I let them all down. You just fouling, grabbing everybody nuts. I, hard D. <laughs> hard D is what you get when you put me on your team. It's disgusting. Psh, I'm in it in a... <laughs> hey, let me get another beer. Yeah, come on, man. If you don't mind. Say less. Yeah. All right, so look. Where am I at? Where am I at? So y'all start doing shows, everything cracking, y'all booming. How many of those did you did you do before fucking everybody graduates and start going off? Um, thank you. A couple, not a ton, man. Because again, we didn't know what we were doing, and we were playing shows with like our buddies that were in bands. And you know, this is like a story you'll hear if you talk to uh, anybody that kind of came up in the hip hop scene at the same time as me. We weren't old enough to play in the bars. And so, like, the house shows and the venues like that were predominantly being played by dudes in bands. Yeah. And that's how you get on those shows. And through those shows, that's... I don't know if we want to do this whole spinoff yet, but that's how I met Sirius Black in Indian City Weather, So just like, playing shows with them. That's and, crazy. I got to ask him. I got to talk to him about that when I have him on here. And we used to play shows with him at ES Jungle, yeah. and he came up to me. God, he always tries to mimic me like some fucking dick, but... <laughs> He came up to me and was like, hey, you know, like, nice to meet you. And I was like, no, you guys are the shit. Like, we're in your house is kind of how I felt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whether, whether whoever went on at what time and whatever, like, I understood that, like, I had people out because they liked me or they were my friends or thought I was cool. They had people out because they were making good music. And I understood the difference between that. Sure. But Nick will tell you that I was like, oh, yeah. What's your name? Like, I tried to fucking little bro him, which is absolutely uh, not what like, happened. I think you. I gave him, like, four fucking t-shirts and a water bottle of vodka. He was like, take this, you want my signature? No, no. You <laughs> <laughs> was wilding. You was in your bag. But, I fuck with that, though. You mean? Because you had a way, man. I, I, I fuck with people who can get people to support them no matter what anyways. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like, when niggas can fill up a room full of just supporters that, like, might not even know, like, a bunch of songs. They're just like, I fucking love them and we need something to do. And that's the game right now. That's yeah. how motherfuckers, like, oh, God, why can't I think of his name? Uh, This is going to bug me. About to say, who? The dude's always like, uh, who's got the stutter? And a really great personality. He's like, bitch. 
Are you talking about uh? Damn, what's that nigga name? <laughs> he's not even a good example because he's not even so relevant anymore. Yeah, nah, per- personality. He, he go crazy. Personality yeah, per- gets you so fucking far nowadays. People just want, you know what I mean? People, people. Just Damn, want I know this cool. nigga name. Now you pissing me off. What's that nigga name? I Fuck know. it, bro. Bro, Fuck the it, baby bro. came along and just knocked him out of here. I guess. Nah, but like niggas got a place. You feel me? Like motherfuckers. The baby be snapping though. He finna drop a project on Friday. Is he? Yeah. Let's, that shit finna be nasty. I'll be I'll be checking for, the reason why I for some cadence. Buff. He's buff the reason. Buff rappers is back in style. When I seen the baby, I was like, oh shit, niggas is buff now. Like, first you see like a few buff niggas. He like, looks, before niggas was looking like they was dying. I was like, I ain't finna, I ain't finna go interaction for this shit. You feel me? He looks like uh, the album art for uh, Black Ken Doll by Lil Bruh, B. That nigga's Bulky. I'm trying to get in. You feel me? Drive from the gym. What is his fucking name? Black youngster. Black youngster. Thank you. You know what I mean. <laughs> Thank right, you. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right. Yeah. All right. So look, uh, you always make your music like after this high school thing, but it sounds like in between that is when you met. Nick. That's when I met Nick, and, and that's then, when Ghost Town started. So it started with you and him. I don't know if I, I was the first. Oh, yo, chime in, baby. I don't. That was Ghost Town, baby. Sean cool, wasn't cool. even in the picky yet. Wait, oh. Ghost Town. Oh. Yeah. All right, so Ghost Town, explain it. That was so. I went to this this company, uh, House Fire Collective. They're out of Lexington. We just played a show there on our last tour. They always fucking open arms. Shout out our boy Drew that runs that shop. Let us sleep on his. I, let me nap in his bed. Honestly, he yeah. would. He wasn't in it, but K-Nags was, you know what I'm saying? We were just napping. Y'all need to relax, you know? Yeah, he was And uh, shit. Crazy. A little pre-show spoon. You need to chill. <laughs> um, But they were doing like a shoot for like some shirts, like a commercial, you know, whatever, Facebook promo. And they asked me to come, and they asked Nick to come, and Nick pulled me aside. And was like, I'm doing this collective, trying to get some like-minded people to kind of, you know, just explain it like, you know, we'll all do our own thing, but we'll do shit together, and we'll all support each other. Yeah. You know, uh, it's like hell yeah, um, and that was like Nick Nice, Grizz, Petey Boy, Chief. Uh, the fuck am I missing? Somebody's gonna beat my ass. Um, K Nags was obviously in house producer for that. I want to say real quick, shout out all these great people. Yes. Uh, Nick's man Conway was attached to that at one point. Rest in peace, Conway. R.P. And uh. And that was just us, again, just like, that was my, I was in kind of not knowing if I was going to keep doing the shit type of shit. Still doing it, but more as like, like that line I was talking about earlier, er, earlier like, am I going to take this seriously? Yeah. If I'm going to do this, I need to be taking this shit seriously. And when I came around is when like, I feel like that was like everybody I knew or that I met was taking it pretty seriously and then nick who was taking it seriously took me seriously yeah and that for me was what i needed to you know what i mean like press forward with confidence because i didn't really have it because i didn't really have anybody that i looked up to musically telling me that they liked what i did you know i had a bunch of yes men and shit like that up to that that point like telling me that they liked what i was doing but all right now i guess like side note so this is ghost town Ghost Town. What wrong year is this? Fuck, 2011, 2012. We've been doing this, baby. There's so many different parts of the the Indianapolis music scene. And I'm kind of curious as to like, uh, like, what was your perception of it back then? 
uh, or what, uh, where would you categorize it as like your part of the town or your section of what you were doing with everybody? You feel me? At that point, I was still fucking, I was 19, I think. I was stuck in Irvington in a good way. We had like a house. We called it the Swisher House. It was me, K-Nags, and our buddy Adam. Who just got married like a dumbass? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> hey, What's shout up, out Amy? To, How shout you doing? Out to and uh, <laughs> and uh, so we were hunkered up there. And you want to talk about where I was at, like with the scene at that time? I remember we were doing a house show, and somebody was like, "Yo, Oreo Jones is is on his way over." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo!" Like went and got some money from my room. Like go grab. Two more cases of fucking PBR <laughs> from the liquor store. Like, we need to throw down. And I think you showed up with like Lisa and Tubbs and like a bunch of, and that was like my first time. Uh, you lied. It was like a gang of bitches. Or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Pulled up with it. Whoa. He pulls up with 16 fucking. Big, he nah. must have, he must have stopped by the flamingo and just he told them all to clock out and jump in the limo because he was here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, you know what's funny? I've always like he was the first person that I known to come up out of like uh, I don't even know how to describe it because everybody tries to like take the Indianapolis rap scene and divide it into either your street or hipster. And I hate that shit because like there's a bunch of like in between shits. You feel me? It's a bunch of people that just make music. It's a bunch of people that are like I would consider maybe backpackers or like college rappers or shit. You feel me? And it's only street people bringing the hit. There's no there's nobody there's no like, also, no, like nobody's saying they're a hipster rapper. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That no. that whole commentary comes from street dudes trying to like, oh, you're playing in Fountain Square, fucking hipster. It's like, well, get you a show booked in Fountain Square, then we'll fucking talk. Well, honestly, I I actually kind of fuck with like why they would say that because I came around and I was like, oh, that's the only way I could classify everything until I realized like, like fucking everybody's just a bunch of punk rock motherfuckers that's not exactly hipster to me uh-uh. it, like from the outside perception perception i was like yeah this is a bunch of fucking artsy motherfuckers you feel me especially like uh, i would say because i always know oreo to be like the the most prominent person in the in the mm-hmm. square as like a, a hip-hop artist you know what i mean like paving the way for people and that out hasn't here. changed the whole time i've been Fuck in this no scene. he's always been the boss you feel me like he's always just been like the leader and it's tight and but like uh if you go off of from his representation, he's like a great guy. You feel me? I wouldn't call him a hipster, but I wouldn't call him a fucking like. I wouldn't even call him a rapper. You know? No. So it's like I wouldn't even call him a musician. He does too much to just be. He does everything. Into that. But yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to be on. And that's how I mean? that's how everybody should try to be. So you get down with Ghost Town. Look out, work out for him. You start <laughs> rapping with everybody. When did you meet up with uh, Oreo Buns, uh, Greg Granite? Adam, y'all all start Ghost Gun Summer. Because I talked to him about it a little bit. Yeah. So that was, we were, me and Nick were doing shows together. And we had been, we'd done a big show, which I remember Sean brought up on the podcast at Broad Ripple in the park. And it would just, we just, it just fucking, you know, we would all probably agree. It was, it was everybody in Ghost Gun, Oreo, Gigi, Freddie, Sirius, me. And it was just like very organic. Like none of us, I think there was a couple group songs between some of us. But as far as like the whole night went, it was just like, this is fucking cohesive. This is, and it wasn't even anything at that point that we were like, yo, we should all fucking start a super group together or whatever. But that was just kind of like the first time that 
it was like, man, for us being, you know, four or five different individuals, this is all nice. And then we all wanted to tour together. And touring is just, you know, the more when you're doing it from a DIY perspective, the more people you have involved, the more people can help with booking and all that shit. And then we got lucky and Andy D threw us on his tour, his yeah. month long tour that he already had fucking booked. That's tight because he, he mentioned uh, Andy D also. Yeah, bro. We're Shout li- out to Andy D. And, and we were so blessed. And I don't even know where I would be musically if it wasn't for that first tour. Because my first tour ever as a fucking musician, we're playing, I don't know, what do we do? 27 out of 30 nights. You know what I'm saying? We have like three nights off in a month. I'm like 20, tw- maybe baby, maybe a baby 20, probably baby 21 because I was getting in the bars. Freshly 21. And we're playing in like, Kansas City to sold out, you know, 250, 300 cap room. We're in. Shout out to Kansas City, by the way. In G- Kansas. Yes, sir. Fuck but like Gainesville, fucking Florida. Just like not even main, you know, like capital cities. Just like these cities that he. And it was motivating in one way of look at these people and that experience of getting to do those dates in front of all of those people. It almost felt like opening for a national, and we were opening for a national touring headliner, we, yeah. you know, didn't feel like that. Cause he came from the same city as us, but it also showed us all. Who's you opening for? Andy D. Wait, Andy D's an artist. Yes. Wait. All right. So somebody fill me in on Andy D. Yes. Okay. Andy D. He's been, he's basically, uh, he just had a kid, him and his beautiful wife, Victoria. But before that, uh, they were touring like fucking animals. I don't know how many dates they were doing. and Probably at least half of the year out on the road in their whip, 100% DIY, booking all of their own shows, shooting all of their... I mean, if there was ever somebody's career to study as a local musician, if you're trying to get it on your own and not trying to have... I mean, just the definition of... We got this. We're not going to wait around for somebody to pick us up and take us well, that, and, and show I, us how it's done. They did that it. is the shit that I'm all about. Yeah. That's why I did this. Like that's why I do this. I want to spread that word that like you don't have to wait around. He for would nobody. be so fucking good for this man. Does he, he rap? Was, uh, yeah. He, he hasn't been rapper. doing as much anymore. But yeah, he's a rapper. Yeah. I want to get him on here, Andy D. If you hear me out, I'm going to reach out to you. I'm going to talk to these boys. Yeah. I want to get you. I'll on get here. you in contact with that. him. He would love, dude. He does. He does. Literally puts on. I'll call it a clinic. Like up in uh at the Lo-Fi in the Murphy Building on, uh how to do a DIY tour. I mean really? how to how to manage yourself as an independent artist. I mean he is really? like what right, you're talking well, about being about. That's he, what can he's you plug about. him real quick? Can you plug a social or something for Andy D? Listening? Andy D loves you is his Instagram name. Nice. Follow that man. And yeah. if you got questions about how to be a musician or how to do this shit, fucking message that man. He would love nothing more than to school you on that shit. So you following them around on tour, was that like crazy for you? Because I know, all right, it can get kind of scary for, like for me at least, I'm not going on no tour if I can't make no bread. Uh, I don't care. I got the experience. I'm not finna go around like just like cloud searching just because I got so much shit to be responsible for here. Right. And like... I don't know. I'm just like just nervous of like failure and shit. But like, how did it feel for you being a part of a group of people and on tour for someone else? And like, I don't know. What was your perspective in that situation? Uh, we keep fucking burping because these, these coronies, baby. <laughs> That's all good. Yeah, ignore the pauses. But yeah, That's just a little. I want to know what it's like through your eyes. Like, like you ever like? What's the weirdest like? Think about that for you. You were kind of young still, so it's whatever. Yeah, I was young, so like nowadays that shit would terrify me. But at that age, I was like, let's fucking get out. If I, you know, I'll fucking do whatever I got to do to get some food. 
I was running a uh, independent business at the time, we'll say. So I had some money coming in from that through some people. What were you doing? Man, you know, whatever you got to do. Yeah, Hook crook. Yeah, that's what I mean. And uh, so, uh, so, but the, man, that tour was such a mess. But it, it was just such a fucking growing experience. And all of us were damn near strangers at that point. You know, we played some shows together, but, like, we were not, like, homies like we were homies but we weren't like homies like we are now like we were all fucking strangers and andy d and his wife were in their car doing their thing and we're just in this bus that we rented from one of sean's friends for the month just fucking like how, how kc was with us right so it was shout out kc one of the best people yeah. i know yeah so it's just us like all in a van and i think the first couple dates the fuse was blown so we didn't even have a fucking radio in there it's probably for the best for getting to know each other, but I mean, you're talking about sleeping on bartenders' floors. You're talking about sleeping on drunk blackout guy drunk's floor who loves your band and he's gonna let you stay there and you're gonna save a hundred bucks on a hotel because we don't have a fucking hundred bucks for a hotel. So we're either gonna sleep in this basement with this dude with dreadlocks and there's what do you have? Possums? ferret piss everywhere <laughs> bro me me oj and nick fuck that <laughs> shit bro <laughs> where well, i don't even know he's what town hey, no, come here <laughs> yeah come get here. in here a little bit he's not fucking that was in uh, Asheville, north carolina and, yeah. and this dude's like yeah you can crash at our place so. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to th we're thinking like yo this dude's about to spray us with the water hose we got to wake up in this like it was like a damn near double wide trailer. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was fucked. But he had weed, so you know what I mean? Like we're going. Was you was you like was you drinking a lot? Was you doing a bunch of cool shit? Like how did you feel? All right, cuz oh, like yeah, I drinking. feel like some shit like this we're would drunk make the me the whole fucking time. <laughs> Y'all yeah. didn't argue much? Was everybody cool? Did There'd it make be blowouts. Closer? Well, there was never like I mean, there was like constant, you, you know, same shit today like a little bit of playful banter that would be a little bit fighting but for the most part no it was cool there'd just be like a little bit of a blowout you know somebody's gonna be exhausted somebody's hungry yeah somebody didn't play well last night somebody you know after 10 days it's a mind game that's like why six i was saying well y'all drive well y'all going uh let's see well y'all following andy d no there's sometimes where we just go at our own pace yeah, yeah. so he may be leaving earlier and we just be behind. Just get there by the time. Now, also, would y'all, uh, would y'all, because there's a lot of people who take opportunities like that, and they'll they'll follow somebody on tour, uh, and and just like kind of see that as like something that they could benefit from. Uh, besides experience, would you say, or would you recommend somebody to do something like that with someone they don't know? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it was such a huge learning experience, and that morphed into us doing it by ourselves. Yeah. And being able to follow back with all of those venues that we touched on and go, hey, remember this super successful show? Even though it wasn't necessarily us that made it that. Yeah. And they're, you know, in their heads, we were attached to that. They, you know, they don't know how much of that was our pull. So, you know, Sean did a way better job of me because I was so young at the time. I didn't really capitalize on it. Thank God he was there to do the legwork of, you know, just you, you go and do that tour and you, every venue you go to, you make sure you shake hands with the dude running that venue, the person running sound, the bartender. You say, this is my name, and you get their fucking email, and you make a list. Yeah. The next time you want to do that, you you know, you know get your fucking press kit together. Hey, I was here, here. I was here then with this guy. We did this. We want to come back and do it again. That's you know fire. what I mean? It's yeah, that, I like that. It's that simple, too. Yeah. Yeah, people, people be shy. 
But the, the it's that simple, but it also took us all doing it long enough for somebody like Andy D to think we are good enough to plug us in and and go on tour with him. All right. My frustration with people that send me DMs like that that are just getting started is they're trying to like find a shortcut to like 10 years of hard work and it's just not I I don't have it for you. I like that you say that because I've been doing this shit a long ass time. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I I I officially started rapping 2012. Uh-huh. Like is when I like first started like recording, and that I, and that's what I s- would say around the time that I like really really started fucking taking it. So we've like, been well, taking it's it almost twenty twenty. Yeah, you feel me? Like it's almost ten years, and like I feel like anybody who reaches legendary status got years under their belt. And the reason why I tell people to stop caring about that shortcut and stop wanting to like just just fast forward so hard, you know what I mean? That shit can blow up tomorrow and, you're not and die be, next year. And you're not going to be ready for it. That's, yeah, they that, won't be fucking ready. Yeah. And then also, bro, we're, I'm looking for a career mm-hmm. as a rapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm looking... I, I think about this shit all the time, how like Drake and Lil Wayne have been famous for as long as I've been listening to rap music. Well, yeah. not Drake, but like Wayne has been famous forever. Right. You feel me? Like but, his entire life, he's a famous rapper. And that being said, Drake has been the number one guy since you started rapping for in 2012. Time, bro. You know and what I'm saying? And he's going to be famous until I die. But I'm not even saying like famous like Wayne. I'm saying since 12, he has been top in the charts. One of the, you know, Wayne has kind of. God bless Lil Wayne. That's the reason. If you want to talk about the reason I started rapping that I should have said earlier, fucking Lil Wayne, bro. Right, me too. I met him when I was 16 years old downtown. Yeah. He got off the bus to shake my fucking hand. You're kidding me. No, man. His what security guard was like, what do you want, man? I was like, I just want to meet him. And he was like, ha and like jumps back on the bus. And I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker is not. And Lil Wayne just jumps off the bus. And it's like, what's up, man? Shakes my hand. He's like, you want to take a pic? I was like, man, fuck all the bullshit. This guy is... The real deal. I, one man. one little white 15, 16-year-old in Indianapolis, Indiana, and he's like hungover probably after the show, and I'm waiting outside of his bus for him to take off. And he knew the importance of like coming out and talking to me and taking a picture. And that's like the type of shit that when I take this shit to the next level, like I'll keep with me because that's why he's where he's at, and that's why he's been where he's at. That and being an incredible musician, obviously. But If I was to see Lil Wayne, she would be like, like looking at fucking Superman. I said, shit. I love we. I was like, man, I've been a fan forever. And he's like, <laughs> like you're fucking 15. And I was like, man, I love weed so much. I'm trying to marry Joanna. And his like whole team Bro. just started. Just, <laughs> I was like, my only option is to just throw some classic bars at him. You know what I mean? <laughs> of his funny. own. Yeah. And, and he started laughing. And I was like, man, this is gonna. I just made Lil Wayne laugh. That's funny. I'm gonna be a rapper, or a comedian. All right. All right. So. Where are we at? What did I just talk about? Uh, going on tour with Andy D. Uh, okay, yeah. So y'all come back around. Then y'all cool. Ghost Gun Summer starts. And we start going on tour on our own based off of that Andy D template and using some of the dates and spots that venues that he had connected us with and building off of that. Now, how long was y'all run? Like uh, just as like a group? Three years. Three full years. Three hard years. Yeah. 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 And then uh, after that, well, just recently, like last year, yeah. y'all, y'all did the last hurrah and now you're a solo artist. Yeah, I mean, I was solo before, mm. you know, I just had that group aspect when we had that group aspect. That's hard. That hey. was the thing about Ghost Gun is we were like that, uh, come on, what's that fucking, I don't watch the anime and the cartoons. Uh, you know what's the fucking animes? Nah, man. Uh, what's that thing that, that loads up all the people together? Not the Power Rangers. Is it Power Rangers used to do it? Yeah. I've know. never watched Power Rangers. Psh- 
Never been. Nah, I watched the Power Rangers movie once when I was a kid. And I, I just, thought you were going to say the new one. Nah, oh, I saw nah, nah. <laughs> That new one slapped. Does it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it? I wonder, if, does shit look really yet? <laughs> nah, that's that dude from uh, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. You seen that movie? Yeah, that's a great the, film. The black dude in it? Yeah. Yeah, he's fire. He plays the, the Blue Ranger. Damn. Okay. It's actually pretty low key slapper. Yeah. I want to be a Green yeah. Ranger. I've been seeing that on my bootleg, bro. Click it, bro. Fuck around. My girl stepdad's got fire bootlegs, by the way. All right, uh, y'all need the plug. Let me know. So y'all spin around. Now you back, just like Ghost Gun Summer. R.I.P. I mean, yeah. Shout out everybody. You did, motherfucking. Uh, now you've been killing shit. What? Let's see. Damn, where do I want to go with this? Cause you're still doing this shit with Knax, which is tight. You know what I mean? Like, how does it feel like just working with the same producer this whole time? Like, do you work with anybody else? Uh, yeah, I just did a. Uh, I got a track from my man Akash, who's back in India right now. He was just on the Rolling Stones India, in a Rolling Stones India article that they put out. He's fucking shout out to bro because he's actually really cool, crushing it. Yeah, and he's a really good guy and super talented all around. Yeah, um, Matthias Young, you know my nigga. Um, uh, stop saying. How did I used to pronounce it? Matthias. Matthias, bro. Please don't call it. Don't call him that, bro. Don't call him Matthias. Maybe I think I was saying Matthias. Maybe just call him Matt. If anything, like I will, and I'll be like, Who's that? I I, I just want to hear people call him Matt Young. Everybody start calling (laughs) this nigga Matt. But, All right. uh, yeah, I've gotten beats from him, him as well, um, but predominantly for the majority of my career, KNX is my executive producer. And then when you do live shows, you still got the drummer. How is it, uh, how is it having somebody drumming, like doing just live percussion during your shows, at, like locally? Like that's some cool shit that like I see people not start doing until they do like festivals and shit. And I've always known Ghost Gun Summer and then you and Nick like solo mm-hmm. – Always have my nigga Adam drumming for y'all during y'all sets, which is crazy. Like, how'd y'all start doing that? How's that like? Uh, how's that chemistry work out? Y'all always got to rehearse and shit like that. And like, oh yeah, you ever just like not wanted to do it? Well, I mean, that's that's like exactly uh, like you said about the festivals and shit. We had the opportunity to play a couple of gigs like that, and that might have been what stemmed it. Honestly, was us like, you know, how are we gonna? I can't exactly remember the first show I played with Maddox, but. Bro, we used to rent out the Hoosier Dome. My man Chris Keaton would come in and we'd fucking break a brick and a fifth down in like three hours and just play songs till everybody was drunk and sick of playing them for probably three months. And we would practice two to three times a month at the Hoosier Dome for two to three months before we even played our first show. Yeah. Which is like another thing that I think motherfuckers misconstrue is they get together and smoke some weed and drink some beers and practice one time and they're like, we're fucking ready. Yeah. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, you're down for real. And not even just practicing with a drummer. Run your fucking set. You don't have to go rent a practice space. Well, you know what's crazy though? Like, run your set, bro. I totally didn't, like, back in the day. Like, nor I did, did I. Until I, nor until did I, I realize how seriously y'all take rehearsals. Mm-hmm. I always thought that shit was like. I don't know, just kind of pointless, and then I'll get on stage and like realize why y'all do it, you know? The confidence, it's not even so much for them as much as it's for my confidence, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I know everything I'm going to do. I know every hit that drum's going to do and how I can react to that to get the best engagement out of the crowd, you know what I mean? Like, as much as it is, like, because we want to put on the best show, it's yeah. also because I know that I'll put on the best show if I, like, Treese, we did... 
I don't know, six to ten practices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, y'all, y'all killed it too. The thing about I, I feel like all right, cause uh, I, I got this thing. I don't want a live drummer like during my sets. You feel me? But that's just because like I, I watch Lil Wayne. He always has a band on stage, and it's a, it's like, a different vibe. I don't want to hear not, that shit. To it's not million, for every genre, correct? Yeah. It's not for or not every genre, but every. You know, we're in the yeah. same genre, but I every... I feel like every every hip-hop artist doesn't need to do that shit. You feel me? I, if Gucci come out with a fucking jazz band, <laughs> I will be pissed off. But I feel like you and Nick and Oreo all make, like, shit that's, like, perfect for uh, live drums. You yeah. feel me? I also, like... Uh, I don't know I just feel like my shit Is just I don't want that shit Going yeah. on You feel me But yeah. I fuck with the way That y'all could do that And that's always kind of uh, Really intrigued me Yeah um, okay. And you see how it intrigued the city I mean, I mean Look at yeah. how many other artists Started playing with drums After us three did But also how People many- I feel like y'all were taken A lot more seriously uh, Just like I don't know I feel like people really was Really fuck with Having y'all at events And shit like that Cause like me I don't really get booked too much I don't like Getting uh, booked because motherfuckers be trying to offer me like free beers and forty who, bucks. Who are you talking to right now? But y'all do a lot of shows. Not like I used to. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's been a minute. I haven't really seen you on shit, but I see- feel like when I first started coming around, y'all was like, oh, y'all was yeah. the guys. Like it's like, sure. oh, we finna throw a show out here. Like put serious on it. Put John Stamps on it. Like For that sure. shit was tight to see. You feel me? But also, I realized that y'all did a lot of uh, like. Everybody knows y'all in the community. You feel me? Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot. I, I, I haven't been anywhere else where I just know people like that make music that has just touched everybody in the community, mm-hmm. like, as much as y'all have. So that's kind of cool. I feel like everybody in the square is kind of like, like, sort of friends or like have just been around each other forever, too, which is weird. I, uh, yeah, we used to do more shows, or I, as me specifically, I just, uh, I think that I hit a spot, and I can't speak for Nick, but where I just felt like I was over-saturating yeah. the market. And I think that that's another thing that I see a lot of people in this town run into. It's something people got to stop or well, just watch out for. Cause... And, and they start offering you, you know, two, three hundred dollars a show, and you're like, oh, fuck me. You know, I'm about to make a living off this. Yeah. But, we, you know, it's different than being a DJ. You know, we're playing the same set or a variation of that same set. And there's only so many months in a row you can play two, three times in a month in the same city yeah. and expect people to come. And somehow we got away with it for a really long time. Yeah, but now I'm I'm holding back. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to play a show, like, it's going to be a good fucking show. It's not just going to be because I, I need some dough for something. Like, we're going to, if I'm doing a show, it's... Now, speaking of fucking dough, this goes perfectly. Hey, we kill it with the segues on my show. I just want to say it always flies. But look, uh, I wanted to start talking about like jobs because I did want to mention. Shout out to Point Dexter. Come on the fucking show. Uh, we gonna work that shit out. Dex, baby. Point Dexter is another rapper out here. For anybody who don't know, yes, sir. A little young legend for real, for real. Uh, but he made the statement, and he's he's not gonna take it back. Like he on this shit. He he feeling it. You feel me? If you have a job, you're not a real. Rapper, dun 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 dun. Niggas been mad. Niggas is shitty. Cause I mean, everybody got jobs. You feel me? I ain't had a job about two and a half years. Um, I've been doing pretty good. You know what I mean? Killing my shit. But I got a job. It's just not that job. Motherfucking. My last spot was like a pizza spot job. Yeah. And then I put out a tweet and I was like, Yo, if y'all to find out uh, that your favorite rapper is delivering pizzas, would you still fuck with him? Like, would you still be a fan? You know what's crazy? I feel like a lot of these motherfuckers is lying because I swear to God, I got like 80 replies on Instagram and Twitter. Everybody's like, nah, I'd fuck with him way more. 
Like way fucking more. This this girl said if Meek Mill came to her house delivering a pizza, she would give him a tip and ask him to put his tip in. Yeah. I said, Lil, you don't fuck Meek Mill for pizza? Lil, Lil Nas X <laughs> was... Lil Nas X was fucking ser- delivering paninis for fucking Panera Bread for promo of his last project. Bro. Did he really? So, That's hard. Yeah, no, it was something to watch. Uh, which, 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 what do you do for money? I know. You, all right, so Man, I bartend, but I don't want to say what bar I work at. All right, nice. Yeah. All right, so I got enough dumb motherfuckers trying to play fucking songs and beats for me in my ear while I'm trying to work. Bro, I got an email in my bio, and I'll tell you my email too if you want to just send them to me. Hell yeah! Are you like working at the bar? Yeah, but I hate at 2 a.m. when one of these dusty motherfuckers... No, I hate working at the bar. You I say, yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the money I make and the life that it affords me and the amount of time it allows me to work and be able to work on my music and go on tour and working at a place where I can take off a month at a time to go out to L.A. and do what I got to do. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. Because like, no, nobody likes their fucking job. You don't got to get a shitty job. That's the thing. Like You could get you a job that's... Nice and flexible and can yeah. work with your lifestyle. You yeah. feel me? And like that's what I just want people to like I don't know. It's not got it it doesn't have to be fucking embarrassing to make some money. Yeah. No, and shout shout out Point Dexter and I know he's just trying to have some fucking fun. Well nah, cause he getting bread. Then he got cheese on you. Yeah, you he's me? he's good. But also like, you know what I mean? Just for the people that wanna like I don't want people to believe that narrative because somebody making money somehow, you feel me? Yeah. And like I want people to just know like, all right, like there's no reason to not go to school unless this is not your shit. Cause that's not my shit. I'm gonna still go just for my mom's, and cause it could be my shit. You feel me? Cause I got a certain thing I want to do. But like, also, like you working at the bar is fucking what they call it feasible. Yeah, anybody can. So that service industry money. Uh, uh, <laughs> damn. What else did I want to ask? Here's yeah. what. Here's what I'm. Here's another thing I'm gonna say about the job thing. Um, I feel like Flacco put tweeted something recently too. That I uh, shout out Flacco. Yes, that I uh, kind of agreed with, and it, I think it basically it was just along the lines of like, be careful when you want to jump all in as an artist, and you get to a point where a lot of artists can get to where you're starting to make enough money off of your craft, and you can be too quick to leave that real job, that that guaranteed money. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, your passion has turned into your fucking job. Mm-hmm. And you're not passionate about it anymore. You know what I'm saying? And you're doing things that you wouldn't normally do because you don't have... That's your whole income. You know what I'm saying? You're doing shit that you wouldn't normally do because you got to do it. And honestly... Or I you're feel selling like, a verse you don't want to sell to somebody. or you're, You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you can put yourself in a spot by doing that if you, if you do it too soon. It's, you know what I mean? That's true. That is true. I find myself kind of getting like a, a slightly annoyed with uh, the fact that I, I don't do a lot of shit and I so I'll pass up like a shit ton of money because it's just things I'm just not comfortable doing you feel me right. and like I'd rather either go back to work or you know what I mean just figure something else cause mm-hmm. I'm not finna just like put, depend on you know put all my shit into rap just because I mean it could it could work out at some point whenever it does cause it will right correct you know I mean? yes it will whenever it does it's go- I'm gonna be ready for it and I'm putting in my work but also you know what I mean be Life comfortable. Be comfortable, and don't put yourself in a position where you're gonna be fuck that starving artist shit. Yeah, you know I mean off top. Uh, but also, if you want to do that, fucking go for it. But fucking remember that in the meantime, because sometimes that's what it takes for some people is to just go all in. But just know when you're going all in, you know, shit can happen. How long? We, how long we on? What's, what's the time? Oh, we on three hours. One hour on the dot. An hour on the dot. Hell yeah. Damn. Damn. All right. 
I got some quick questions, just yeah, like bro. side shit. Like besides fucking rap, cause this shit makes my head hurt sometimes. And I'm about to have some people on here that ain't rappers, cause that shit's gonna be fucking fun. You, you just, know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't this all rap podcast. I don't want nobody bro, to get it twisted. Let me, yeah, me. let me come on as a, a non rapper. Let me just come on as a friend, and we'll fuck it up in here. Bro. Well, all right. So I, what I want to talk to you about real quickly, uh, fucking and yeah, I do want to just come up here and just start yeah. having like convo. Cause I'm only I'm doing it like twice a month. But if I fucking get all my goal interviews out the way, I'm going to be bored. You feel me? So Yeah. And a lot of people that I want to talk to is out of state. Uh, like, shout out my boy, Jaron Braxton. Yes, sir. Uh, one of the craziest, coolest animators ever. Yeah. going to be on here. Uh, shout out my boy, Omar Apollo. Yes, sir. Busy, busy man. Got the most beautiful voice in the world. You feel most me? Most beautiful face, too. He's yeah. a beautiful boy. And he out here killing it. You feel me? So, But uh, I want to talk to you since you do work at the bar. Yes, sir. Fucking, uh, I guess, like... I don't know. I wrote down. What's the worst thing I ever had to clean up out of the bathroom? That's gross. No, I was kidding. Yeah, wait, what is it? Uh, this is puking shit, man. It's a bathroom. Nice. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hell yeah. Fucking I... nah. Like, <laughs> what's up with like? Hold up. Actually, I do have one. Yeah. This girl left a tampon in the women's room one time mid shift. That was so rancid that oh, man. the girls the girls were like throwing up in the bathroom and we were like oh, cleaning no. out the bathroom and didn't know what to do and then we took the trash out and it was. It's fucked up. Some dirty vagina, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I was finna say shout out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what? Shout out Playtex. <laughs> shout out oh our sponsor. God. That brings us to our sponsor, yeah. uh, Vagisil. Shout out. Uh, for whatever, bro. All right, so look. Wait. Uh, <laughs> wait like, uh, how you feel about... Um, I don't know, because fuck alcohol. Everybody gets drunk all the fucking time. You ever yeah, do, yes, like... Yes, they do. You, you smoke... Yes, I do. Yeah, uh, fucking. You ever try like uh, what? A little bit of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. <laughs> nah, you ever try psychedelics? I want to know your your thing on, on psychedelics. Like, I just saw you the other day. <laughs> Sean's laughing. What you just saw me tripping on mushrooms on Saturday yeah, I night? Say, I just nah. What you was on shrooms? Was you on acid? Uh, oh, acid. Yeah, yeah that's you right. on acid. How is that shit, bro? Because like I couldn't. I just bro. All right. So side note, like to everybody listening, I walk into the bar with you. You know what I mean? Post it up, you know what I mean? Sipping on something, something, yeah, da, da, da. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then this nigga pull up and just grinning. Just fucking cheesing like a motherfucker. Yes, sir. And he's like, What's up, man? I was like, What's up, dude? He's like, What bar was this? T Bird? Yeah, yeah. T Bird. Yeah. He's like, No, man, I just, just, uh, I just took a little bit of ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> When? He's like, You freaking came out here. He's just, so <laughs> All right, nigga, you be safe, fool. I'll I catch that, you next that year. That yellow submarine voice going yeah, on. Yeah, it's just hilarious. Nah, I, I, like, I've never, I tried acid, mm-hmm. but I was on shrooms. Mm. So I don't think it counts. Mm, I don't know. But, like, I don't know. Like, is I, that shit tight? I couldn't be at a yeah. fucking bar on fucking I mean, acid. I, I used to do, I, uh, before Chance came and just fucking, you know, you can't be, you know. I can't be no acid rapper now. He's he took that shit. I gotta. But like, is that your vibe? <laughs> Do you be like? What's the first it. time you tripped on some shit? Like, what was your shit? Uh, probably nineteen. Yeah. Like, and we'd eat. Uh, I used to get like an ounce of mushrooms, and we'd eat that shit in like a week or a couple. It's just, I had that like apartment when everybody was like nineteen, and where I came from, everybody went to college type of shit. So everybody'd like, well, not everybody, you know, but yeah. like my homies from back in the day would all like. Whether they were living at home or back from for vacation or whatever, I had like that spot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, mushrooms and acid and uh, hallucinogens or. You ever tried DMT? 
Yeah, I've smoked some fucking DMT. Me and me and Sean and the whole Ghost Gun Summer Crew were in a cabin in Nashville, Indiana, doing a shit ton of DMT, boy. Yeah. Hey, Sean, click in, baby. <laughs> what was that shit like? What, what the fuck? What was y'all? Bro, like? I felt like I was on crack was, at a point. I was like, take this. I don't thing. know about. I, I didn't feel. I was like, like I was take on. this away from me. <laughs> I met crack as an away. <laughs> I felt like if, if somebody didn't take the pen away, I was just gonna slap that thing for the rest of my life. Yeah, it was in a pen. It was in a pen, so it was. I feel like a different experience than like the actual powder. I've done the you know powder crazy? blast off. You know it's crazy. Yeah. Somebody was out. I heard somebody was a. Uh, you know they got those vape fucking. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, vape pens. And somebody mm-hmm. said like somebody was having people hit a vape pen that had DMT in it. That's what we're and, like, doing. Wasn't telling them. That's dope. Which is fucked up. I <laughs> think that's not. Dope. Oh, that <laughs> was, was me doing that. Relax. See, this nigga out here acting crazy. Bro. <laughs> No, I don't, I don't, but I was going to say, I used to eat like a lot, like a lot of mushrooms or like four hits of acid, like being stupid. I did shrooms for like a summer uh-huh. and that's like one of my happiest like yeah. summers ever. Well, I, I, I just like micro it now. So I literally will just like buy a strip and just cut like a, like I was off like a corner of a tab the other night when you saw me. Yeah. Like that's, I didn't tell him what happened. <laughs> yeah, but I said, will you end up? What? Like, no, I didn't even minute, do anything For wrong. a minute, I was like, nah, I'm not finna leave you here. But then I was like, nah, he ain't asked me to be here. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, some people, they'll be like, yo, I'm tripping. I'll be Bro, like, yeah. And then they'll like grab I'm, my arm and be no, like, no, I'm Gucci. I'm me. Gucci. <laughs> I mean, I was Gucci. I mean, I was fucked up, but I was. The bartender was like, I was trying to close out my tab. And I was like, can I close my tab? And she was like, I don't have your card. So I'm like, bound like running all to every bar i've been in town no one's got my card so then i have sean's girl jane shout out jane pay my tab and i venmo her that fucking night don't get it twisted y'all hold on wait hold on where your card in the, what, it was in your pocket no it? the bartender had it i called back the next day and she was like hey my bad i had it wow i was like fuck she had your ass tweaking. there's nothing worse than waking up from like being hammered and just not having your fucking credit card. Last time it happened, I was at Revel the night before. It was bullshit. You know how hard it would be to get your card back from Revel? You just have to go do it again. You can't, like, go in at 3 o'clock for lunch and grab your credit <laughs> card. You just got to go back to hell. <laughs> just got to fucking put your boots on and go back. Why are we staying away from this shit? I yeah, can't. me. I try to. I mean, but... <laughs> I don't like it. You got you to gotta jump in there every once in a while. Nigga, got, I seen this nigga Oreo at the club the other day. He was up there watching, uh, watching Nas. That was that was pretty crazy. Bro, we were in Revel. I had just missed him too. We were yeah, in Revel for tired. so yo, it wasn't even sober October. You were just sober as a yeah. I was sober mug. for like six months. Bro, I'm yeah. so hammered. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I'm so hammered. So everything and being in the club sober as hell. Is, oh, it's terrifying. It's, it's the most. Yeah, everyone. Anyone that's been on South Meridian knows that's why everyone's blackout drunk. It's fucking terrifying to be sober down there. You, yeah, it's like everyone feels like their character and uh, you know, you were just hype Williams. You were just movie. sipping red. <laughs> I don't even think I was sipping nicely. Yeah. you're sipping red. Bull. Everyone was. Everyone was in the movie Belly. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're putting that real nicely. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're there for like ten minutes. And you're like, all right, you just go yeah, straight. Yeah, yeah, you got the coolest like voice. You pop up on this bitch. He's been practicing, bro. Like, yeah. Yeah. I hear him. I had the same voice since uh, fourth grade too. I hear him on the hat. You, you had the, the beard ads. too, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> straight up. <laughs> when did you get hair on your balls? What grade? Oh uh, shit, probably like. Oh uh, 
Oh, shit. Probably like sixth grade. Lucky, bro. Maybe. I don't know. I'm probably making that up. You was counting your balls? I was like freshman year, like in the showers, barely any balls. Barely any balls on my hair. I ain't never never been no hairy motherfucker. You feel me? You just never got hair on your balls? Is that what you're saying? Yo, yo, I got hairy nuts now. You feel me? Now. I'm a child. I'll be be making people. You feel me? So I'm out here. Yeah. Speaking of, did you read that story about the Indiana couple? It was a mom and dad, and they adopted a Ukrainian girl. Bro. Yeah, a Ukrainian girl they thought was four years old. Turns out she had dwarfism and was 22. Yeah. Talking about trying to kill him and stuff. Bruh. I just read some shit like I just yeah, I think you it's the same thing. I think I just read that shit. And they said like Bruh. they said like they bought her an apartment and like left her there. It was like paying the bills Bruh. at the apartment, but like never stocked no food or nothing. And <laughs> she would be like they wake up like with That's her standing fucked. over their their like bed being like, I wanna kill you. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't read the shit. I ain't, you I, where, is it, where is that at? Twitter. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> daily, daily motion. You said or Ukraine, though? No, it's in Daily Indiana. motion, a real thing. So where's the the small person? From? So the, the they I'll adopted the terminology. They they adopted the small person from. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word, but it no, is it is. Yeah, okay. I think that's politically correct. Yeah, I asked they, Julianne the other day, and she said that that is the. Oh, is it not? She said the small people is the n word for small. Oh people. shit! No, no calling midgets is the. Is, is yeah. that's what I said. It's yeah. fucked up. But so they adopted this girl from the Ukraine thinking that she was four years old, but turns out she was 20. They did bone density tests on her. <laughs> turns out she's 22 years old and is a psychopath and is threatening to kill them. How'd she get in there? I have and no then, idea, bro. Yeah, the the pops was like, he gave her a bath and he was like, yo, something ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. He was watching. Hey, he was, they mentioned it in the motherfucking. Nah. This is quoting the articles. I ain't going Fuck. off like that. He was washing her butt and she yeah. started like, no. Right, she said, God damn. Jesus. <laughs> he was like, yo. <laughs> Y'all niggas making my stomach hurt. All right. Oh, oh, oh no. Let's turn a little Howard Stern in here. Yeah. <laughs> Draco Stern in this mug. No, everybody relax. Man, that's hard. It, is it? Yeah, Drake Oster. <laughs> yeah, bro. I should change my name to Drake K. Rowling. Drake K. You're gonna make it more confusing for people, bro. It's not, so you already say Draco, and they're like Harry Potter. You're like, it's my real name. <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> so you're gonna change it to Drake K. Rowling, and then be like, no, yeah, it's not to, about Harry I'm Potter. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! This is funny as fuck. Hell nah. All right. Uh, damn it. We going over. So, I have more questions. I don't really got more questions. Yeah, bro. I was going to talk it. to you about how fucking you lost weight and you look cool. Thanks, bro. And, but, like, I've been losing weight, so that's not a talking point no more. Niggas getting out here. Lose, you feel me? I lose told these niggas, weight. I might get, get buff on these stupid motherfuckers. You feel me? Fit. I don't get no shit in you. Pop up like a motherfucker. Planet beast, Fitness, $10 dude. a month, y'all. Really, just that daily run is crazy. Come I'm on. not going to lie. Like, just out of anything, I, love, I fuck with that two miles. I started day. running... Half mile a day when I was at my fucking fattest of asses. I was like, I'm going to run a half mile around my neighborhood every day. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to run a mile. Yeah. And you just got to start somewhere and build. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stop eating fucking carry out every meal. All right, I'm going to stop drinking fucking beer every night. You my know, problem is do eating tequila night. some nights. I be no. eating. I be. I like to eat before I go to sleep. I like to get real slap mm-hmm. and then like. That's my problem. Eat. Uh, That's my problem. There's a steak and shake by the crib. 
Slight Asian bitch the fuck up. Mm. Telling niggas, it, and my nigga, it's this Mexican nigga. It's this Mexican nigga that's there every night, and he look at me and be like, "I know, I know." And be like, "Yeah, nigga, slap it up." You he slapped me? too. You did, yeah. Nah, what? all right, but look, uh, let's see. Is there anything that you're working on right now? Any any new shit you got coming? Yeah, man, I got a new video out uh, right now, produced by Kosh, recently mentioned. It's called Break Me Down. Video was shot by uh, Bright Minds ENT and Out Here Visuals. Shout out my boy Ben Church. Shout out Ben, I love you. Out in California. Video was shot in the Airstream that I stayed at in the Beehive Sanctuary. In the video was behind the Airbnb. That's real life things. Uh, More singles and more videos on the way. I'm away to drop a project. Y'all are really paying attention like you need to be. Fuck yeah. I mean, take your time too, bro. You know what I realized? No one really... It's two things I realized. No one cares how long it takes to get some shit as long as it's fire. Like, people might be bugging about it, but honestly, like, time flies so fast. Like, you could wait forever to give somebody something solid and they'll just love it for what it is. You feel me? Yeah. But like, if you give... I I was giving people music all the fucking time. And that's how... That's kind of how I blew up. You feel me? Just always Repetition, yeah. Yeah, but like, at some point... That niggas just want to see you get better, so mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I love the fact that you that you be working hard on your shit. You feel me? And then the uh, other thing I realized, niggas think everybody just be hating on them and just want them to die like now. And like even the most hateful, negative people I know, the coolest thing about being from here is everybody does something. So I realized at some point, even the, like people who really just did want to see everyone fail. We've all been coexisting and, and working for so long. Like motherfuckers don't care if you win, lose, fucking die, or just whatever. You feel me? Like, and I feel like that takes a whole lot of stress out of everything. Mm-hmm. Right? People really just ultimately don't, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. No. People that'll be going to be proud of you will be very proud of you. Right. But like, don't stress and, and pretend like everybody just wants to see you dead. You know what I mean? Like, the only reason why anybody would be like uh, excited to see you lose is if you fucking tell everybody you're a loser and then be like the anti-person because you're paranoid about it. You feel me? Yeah, that or if you're doing better than them. But yeah, I feel you. If you're doing better than motherfuckers and shitting on them, that'll piss people <laughs> off. You can't shit on people here. You feel me? Yeah. You can do good and like and just be fucking normal. Mm-hmm. But I, I I really like being from here because just mm-hmm. I don't know just for that reason. But um, yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, bro. On the show. Thank I'm you for having me. I'm gonna have to have you back me. on this bitch, so yeah, bro. So we can just talk shit. Yeah, bro. Cause you know what I mean. I be talking a little bit of shit. Come on, bro. You know I got that shit to talk. Yeah. Uh, hey, but nah. Shout out to everybody listening to this. Shout out my boy John Stamps. Uh, what's your Instagram? Yeah, follow me on uh, Instagram, Twitter. It's uh, I am like Popeye. I Y A M John Stamps. S T A M P S. Like a postcard, baby. Hell yeah! What's your Twitter? You got same else? as Instagram. Plug some. You feel me? And then uh, streaming everywhere. Shout out Oreo Jones. You feel me? Go tell somebody you love them today. Don't fucking forget. That's all I want to say. All right, yeah, baby. Bleeding out. Be grateful. Yeah.